And so he goes back to Los Angeles and creates the biggest compilation of art that you could possibly pump out. You know, he's making 15 pieces a day. He's like, you know, hired, he's remortgaged his house, he's hired all these people to uh, make art for him, you know. He's basically just ripping it straight out of books and he calls starts calling himself Mr Brainwash. And this is kind of where it starts to get really weird. And you realise that the story's not really about Banksy, it's kind of about this guy who's become this overnight street artist. Yeah. Well, it's at this point that uh, Banksy goes... Um, so, you know, I realised this guy was nuts. Um, so I proposed to him that he goes and makes art and I'll actually pull the film together. Uh, and so then the, then the documentary became about Thierry and kind of just goes full 180 uh, back onto the, the videographer. And it gets to the, the launch of this thing. And, you know, it's absolute chaos. You know, they're, they're, it seemed like they were probably a couple of hours out from the event. He's got about... 10,000 pieces of art that he needs to put out in this exhibition. So he's and putting he hasn't on yeah. one out. So he's putting on he puts on an exhibition. Yeah, so he puts on Sorry, it's probably that. the bit we miss, yeah. He's, he goes, I'll put on an exhibition. He gets a quote from Banksy, he gets a quote from Shepard Fairey who he knows and starts to build a shitload of hype around this. And and then people turn up and they like they love it, you know? And little do I know, he's just a madman who's just <laughs> scribbling randomly on stuff or he's got like a book of art and he's just taken, you know, old uh, versions of Warhols and stuff and like sprayed something on top of them or whatever, you know. Like, and people are just loving it, you know, and he starts selling them for 50, 80,000 and all this sort of stuff. And this is kind of the point of the documentary where it's sort of like, this guy kind of created himself and everyone just bloody loved it. And oh, the, 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 be, the, best, the best bit was if you were one of the first like 50 people through the door, you got your own unique, um, you know, Thierry piece or brainwash piece, right? And he basically lines up 50 prints. By that point in time, he'd broken his legs so he's getting wheeled around in a wheelbarrow or some weird – no, he had a weird scooter thing that he was riding around on. And he just lines them all up beside each other and just pours paint on them uh, as he's riding past. Uh, and those were the, the 50 pieces of, of, of art. And they probably weren't too, too far different from the, uh, the other pieces that were a part of the show. So I guess this is the point that Banksy's kind of trying to get to is like, what is this? What the hell does this mean? What does it mean for my art? What does it mean for art in general that this guy could just go basically make a bunch of shit up that didn't mean anything, not even to him, and create some sort of hype machine to sell and people really enjoy the art. Really, he's got all the traits to become very good at something. And it brought me back to the creative curve. And if you look him up now, the stuff that he's making is actually pretty good intricate and not bad it's certainly a lot better than his first stuff um so he's actually turned himself into quite a good artist 
whether it's got much depth or not, but technically he can he made this giant Kobe mural and a few other things like that were actually pretty cool. You um, reckon he's making NFTs, mate? Probably. Probably. Um and so just to back over the creative curve, this is kind of like the four laws of creativity that um, Alan Garnett wrote in his book when he studied a lot of people who had done some cool stuff creatively. And the first law is consumption. So you need to get a feel for what's popular creativity. You need to immerse yourself in the chosen field. Well, tick, the guy spent years following street artists as many as he could find around and documenting what they were doing. And and if only he went home of a night time and then watched what he had recorded <laughs> that day, because then he would have been the he would have been doing nothing but consuming <laughs> yeah. his craft. Um then law two is imitation. Learn from the masters. All artists and great creators have done this. So learn from the best and immerse yourself Mate, in d- a world d- where d- they are. Hang on, if just going back on that, in that in that kind of consumption rule, there's that talk about like three to four hours of consumption a day, and he was like spending eight plus hours yeah. every single night, totally immersed, probably more than this throughout the day. Plus, he had his like this videography kind of piece going on all the other time that he was awake where he was, I don't know if he was really trying to frame up a perspective or something in the, you know, in the frame of the, the film or not, but he's, he's in that. Like he's totally, totally immersed in it. So he's well and truly getting his three or four hours. Yeah. And yeah, it's so interesting because he's definitely just in that world. He's amongst the best in the world. He's following Shepard Thierry around who made that Obama poster. And, you know, going with him night after night to to do this stuff and seeing his creative process. He's hanging out with Banksy, for God's sake, the greatest living street artist. So Bay guy. Yeah. (laughs) So he's out by him. Yeah. So he's just absolutely, you know, surrounded by greatness, basically. And so that's kind of like he can imitate those masters, but then he also covers him for law three, which is be part of a creative community. Get people around you that are also creators and you really need a master teacher, a, a sort of muse and a, and a collaborator as well. So, and you need a promoter. I mean, tick, tick, tick for him. And then last one is that he iterate. So always be working on your art, always do that. And once he starts something, this guy, Thierry, he becomes obsessed by it. So once he started making art, he was making art for hours every day. It may not have been good, but he was iterating the hell out of it. So it's actually he's actually got all the all the traits that make you very good at something, which is not really what you kind of see firsthand out of the movie until you think about it a bit more. So that's my contrarian take on on old Mister Brainwash. The other thing I had here was. It is like that classic saying of the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. Because this guy was just, he was immersed. He was, you couldn't be kicking up more dust than what this guy was kicking up on, on a daily basis. Creating a you dust know? storm, this guy, yeah, seriously. And every single one of those, you know, bits of dust was a, 
a, a chance at just finding another connection, meeting someone else, encountering a weird situation that just ends up going to some you know, extraordinary place. And, you know, effectively that is what ended up happening at the coalescing of all these bits of dust uh, to the to the meat of, of Banksy. So it, it was almost like he was just playing the ground for connections. He was doing like the internship, you know, for, for a number of years there and just getting himself on a platform that he could really launch from later on. Yeah. Now he's rich. Well, maybe he's, maybe he's a, you know, a visionary. He's a strategic. He was strategic the entire time. And, it was you know, that kind of masquerade that he had as being a videographer was all just part of the, part of the story, part of the think, strategy. Yeah, it's kind of a good thing. It's like a good example of like do something for free if you love it and you think, you know. This is, this is it, mate. Give back. Give back. Uh, it's strange what comes back when you give when you give to something, particularly so, you know something that you're interested in. Therefore, you, know, you, you you're going to give it a go. You're going to enjoy doing it yourself. You probably yeah. go back and do it again. Uh, there's there's something about that. Uh, I you know I'm I'm not I'm not going to kind of point it on good karma, but there's there's something in that. You know. Yeah. What's the um? What is the takeaway from that? from this that Banksy kind of just to close out on Thierry what's your takeaway from this watching this film there's something extremely fascinating about this movie what is it that's so that you take away from it if you're going to distill it down honestly mate it's it's pursue your passion, but I think more so than that is if you go before that pursuing of the passion, it's like he was just had this weird quirk, this guy, about filming things and so he started filming things. And so he enjoyed, he just, he recognised that it was something that he enjoyed so he started getting involved in it more. He started finding out other ways that he could express that or do that or get involved in that and, and, it just kind of steps its way along. And I think, you know, I think that can be applied to anything really. You know, if you're a, if you're a surfer, I'm sure you could do the same thing. You just go find different breaks. If you're really obsessed, you can go on a holiday and go surfing in famous beaches around the world. Um, you've obviously got to have a level of skill so that you don't get totally, so you don't break your back uh, or worse. But, you know, there's there's something in that. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Like, if you kind of push hard enough into something, you'll find some way to make it work. Perhaps you yeah. can't be like too obsessed with money or something like that, but you'll find a you'll find a way to kind of make something of it. I, I mean, this kind of follow your passion thing is a tricky, nuanced piece mm. of advice, but mm-hmm. in this instance. It seems to be true in some way because I don't think he really cared too much until he started making this art, whether he was going to be successful or not. Um, and and that's the question I've got is I wonder, you know, fast forward to today from, you know, 
when the film first started. If he was still just running around after all these graffiti artists still doing the same thing, I could probably see him still doing that. I don't know, you know. Yeah, me too. And so he probably and he probably would just be enjoying it just as much. And so I think that's the the kind of bit there is you'd have to be comfortable with that as a, as a result. And, and probably the reality is if you were giving that even a bit of thought, the chances you probably, you probably don't fit in that bracket, <laughs> you know, because the, because the passion isn't compelling enough. Mm-hmm. 